is Tuesday, July 16th, 2019. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. We are back in our regular groove here. Dave handled Monday. I'm back on Tuesdays. That means Dwayne Long is here. Dwayne, how goes it? Oh, it's it's a beautiful time to be in the Buckeye neighborhood. I mean, look at what's going on, Dan. How 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 much better can it get? Well, actually, it can get better. We got so much going on. So many just five star guys out there look like they're leaning our way. It's beautiful time to to be a Buckeye. Speaking of which, we know it's been a few days without a commitment, and you're jonesing, but have no fear. There is another fantastic prospect announcing his college commitment today at 5 p.m. Eastern. South Point Catholic safety, Lathan Ransom, out of Tucson, Arizona, Ohio State top target at safety in the class of 2020, the number two rated safety in the United States, according to 24-7 Sports, will be announcing his commitment. The crystal ball has 16 crystal ball predictions in there. It has 16 predictions for Ohio State. Provided everything goes as planned today, we expect Lathan Ransom to commit to Ohio State. What are the Buckeyes getting? They're getting as good a safety as I've evaluated in the last couple of years, Dan. This kid is just, he is, if you start looking over the prototype, the template for a safety, you end up with a kid that looks like Lathan Ransom. I'm talking about that a little bit bigger would probably be the thing that keeps him from being a perfect fit. But what you want in a safety, you want a safety that plays the ball in the air like a receiver, and Robert, and Ransom does. If you watch his film, this kid breaks on the ball. He's, he's, his ability to read, react, and run is like a linebacker in that respect. He's, he's going to see it, and he's going to go get it. Uh, he, you know, and he shows hands. He catches the ball. And on the other side of it, you want a safety that comes up and supports the run. Well, this kid plays safety like a linebacker. He just comes like a rocket once he reads it. And and that may be his most important attribute, Dan, his ability to read the game. And and that is crucial for a safety. The great safeties we've ever seen here, the great safeties in the NFL, are guys that read that play and make a move. You know, they don't hesitate. They know what they're doing. They got it, and they're going to make a play. And that's what we see. This could be a huge, huge get, and it looks like it's going to happen. I I don't know when I'm going to get my clothes back on after this one. Yeah, he's naked, jaunt, good for sure. He's almost – I'm trying to think of a better prospect to come through. I I mean, absolutely Malik Hooker, the performance he he put on. He came in here. No, he wasn't. Exactly. He would, he became that. He was not that when he walked through the door. Yeah, he in terms of prototype, was. yeah, and the performance Hooker put on his one year as a starter, I wouldn't ask any other human being to try and replicate that. That was uh, one of the more special seasons anyone has ever had here. You mentioned his size, six foot and a half an inch, 193 pounds. He already plays bigger than that. My guess is that uh, a couple months with Mick, this guy's eventually going to be playing at about somewhere around 210 pounds at about 6'1". Just an awesome get if they can pull it off. Obviously, we expect him to do so. Here's the cherry on the Sunday. He on the defense for South Point Catholic. When South Point Catholic takes the field on offense, they often hand the ball to Bijan Robinson, 
he should be the next guy to jump in the fold. What's your vibe now that with Ransom possibly joining on, the idea of making Robinson part of some kind of package deal is very appealing? I don't know if it's a package deal because they're teammates. It definitely makes it uh, something that's going to be more appealing to them. They immediately have a roommate, somebody they're comfortable with. Uh, you know, we're talking about moving cross country, so that really does have an impact. Uh, and, and Robinson, you know, uh, he is just, he is a bell cow running back. This is a guy you can turn around, hand the ball off to 20 to 25 times a game for 12 weeks. That's what you need. That's the only thing missing. There's some great looking backs in this stable here. Uh, I'm a big fan of Crowley in particular. I think that, uh, he and Tigger are both going to push. Dobbins has got to be better than he was last year, Dan. He's not going to hold. He had a hard enough time holding off uh, uh, Michael Mike uh, Weber. Turn, yeah, Mike Weber Mike last Weber. year. Yeah, so he's he's got his work cut out for him to hold on to that starting job with these guys. He's got to be better. Uh, just just too many good backs there. Um, so uh, and then you you look at Robinson who can run them all out of the the running back room. He is. I would put him right there with uh, the best. I would say he's the best running back to come into the program since Zeke, if, if, if we get him. And every indication is that uh, we are odds-on to, to pull Robinson out of there. And I imagine that this is just going to make it easier. As I said, he's got somebody familiar with, uh, very familiar with, already going to be here. So um, you've got to be excited about the prospect of landing both of these five-star guys. And, and uh, again, a unique back. He's not just another really good back. He's one of those that uh, that can carry your football team. Definitely impressive when you consider the fact we're in our first recruiting cycle for Ryan Day. These kids are coming from Arizona. Nothing short of staggering. It's been awesome. Okay, people, this is your preparation. We're going to step away here for a commercial break. When we return, Dwayne will break down the defensive line for Ohio State in 2019. We are taking a break shortly. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search The Rest is Football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meets. And we're back. We appreciate your patience. Dwayne, we are going to talk some football here. We're going to do a breakdown of the roster by position with you over the next month or so. We're going to start up front on the defensive line. Here's how this is going to work. I'm going to give Dwayne a name of a Buckeye on the roster that plays defensive line. He's going to tell you what he expects out of him for the season ahead. We're going to start with the defensive tackles, and we're going to go in numerical order. Number six. Teron Vincent. We we have to look at what he's done so far. Um, I think a big measurable is uh, impact per play. 
Don't look at playing time. What's he do with the playing time he gets? And Teron Vincent flashes whenever he's in there. This is a kid that would have been a starter last year anywhere else. But you can't sit down a a, a guy that uh, uh, early entry NFL talent and Draymond Jones, who uh, decided to stick around for a while longer than we thought he would. Uh, you, you know, and he what three year starter? I believe Jones is a three year starter, and he's an impact player. Uh, and Robert Landers, I mean, come on, <laughs> you want to talk about? a guy that gets the most out of his skill, and that's Robert Landers. So uh, Vincent would be a starter anywhere else. Uh, one of the things that stands out to me as a guy who watches line play is his leverage. He's always on balance. And uh, that right there is the basis for being a guy that uh, doesn't get moved. He's always His balance is always good, and I like his ability. He, he uh, gets off blocks pretty well. So I'm very excited about what we're going to have here uh, for the next couple of years with Vincent. Number 52, Antoine Jackson. You know, he is one of the enigmas in this in this class uh, and, and on this uh, defensive line. He is um, he came out of that 2016 class of defensive tackles that I will measure defensive tackles by probably until. Uh, uh, I'm dead. They, that was just that good. You look at the NFL draft, the guys that were on that uh, 2016 um, uh, class of defensive tackles that have already come out, and there's more waiting in the wings to come out. It's just a monster class, and he was one that was in anybody's top ten, and uh, he just he just seems to be buried. Uh, you know, he, he had the year in a junior college, but you have to remember he was player of the year. So it's not like he has not played football. Uh, you know, it wasn't like he sat out. That's, that's the, the the point I'm trying to make. And and maybe he lost a step there. It's 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 just surprising that we have not seen more out of Jackson yet. Maybe it's not Jackson, Dan. Maybe it's that we've been that good, and and, and that's definitely an argument. Number fifty-three, Davon Hamilton. Another player that would be a starter anywhere else, at least in the Big Ten. Um, I bet you we see uh, Devon Hamilton playing in the NFL. He's probably going to bang around and and make rosters for years to come, add depth to a defensive tackle position. He's a guy that can play the nose tackle, but he moves well enough to uh, to actually um, you know get some penetration, get in the backfield, and, and cause a little havoc. Uh, a very valuable player. It's just a great evaluation because um, to, to, nobody was looking at Hamilton. It was, you know, one of those that at the time it was considered a reach. And and look what we've gotten out of him. It says so much about Larry Johnson as an evaluator and as a developer of talent. Could not echo that with stronger sentiment. Hamilton will, of course, start up front this year, but he's been a great contributor so far. And, of course, his brother joined the fold this year, which is cool. Defensive tackle, number 72, Tommy Togai. Tommy Togai is the one Buckeye Nation needs to watch. Tommy Togai, if he ends up starting by midseason, it's not going to surprise me. Look at, you know, you talk about impact per play. Look at what this guy's done. 
he is he is just a menace out there. He won't stay blocked. He runs really well. He's relentless out there. This is probably going to be our next great defensive tackle come out of uh, this program and a guy that could be a first-rounder. I just hope we don't lose him early. Everything we're hearing about Todai is positive. We had a boarding house item the other day stating he might be the biggest badass on the whole football team if there was a gauntlet. So don't mess with Tom. Number 90, freshman J.D. McKenzie. Well, I, I like what I saw out of him. He's got – he reminds me of Vincent in, in just his build and the way he plays. He is going to redshirt. He's this, this defensive tackle roster, clearly the, the deepest, I would say, going back to Coach Hayes. Just so deep with really high-end talent. I mean, you could even throw Deshaun uh, Cornell down in there because he's a guy that switched back and forth. Uh, just so deep. He's going to redshirt. But the – He'll be a good player in time, I believe. I like what I saw in Mudsville. I believe that the offer was a good one. Uh, I think he's actually getting better because, you know, this is an unheard of guy going into his senior year, and now he's an Ohio State Buckeye. Lots of upside there. Number 92, defensive tackle, Haskell Jarrett. Wow. <laughs> wow. And I would throw him in there with the um, – with the the group of guys that we're seeing that are just getting the most out of the reps they're given. They're not getting in there a lot, but when they are, they're having an impact. They're flashy. You're, you're, who is that? Well, I, I need to remember that number. Uh, that's another thing you see out of Haskell Garrett. Uh, the depth is just amazing. And, and again, he would be a guy that would be starting most places. And right now, he's just trying to grab reps where he can here at Ohio State. Yeah, one of the reasons I wanted to do this was, <clears throat> excuse me, when you go through the list, it does let you know the depth. I can make the argument that every single guy we've talked about defensive tackle-wise has a professional future here and a good one, so very impressive. Last defensive tackle on the list, Jerron Cage. Uh, I, I, You know what? I, I The works transfer protocol or transfer portal jump into my head. I think he was a bit of a reach, but, you know, I thought, okay, uh, his brother really developed, and uh, uh, this kid's a little bigger, and we'll see what happens. He just seems to be buried. I don't remember ever seeing him on the field. Uh, I don't, I'm just not optimistic, considering what's in front of him, that he ever has an impact here. All right, we're moving to defensive end, or at least these guys would be considered hybrids. Actually, scratch that. This is interesting. <clears throat> scratch that. Okay. This is interesting. Alex Williams, the freshman, veteran freshman, excuse me, six foot six, two hundred and seventy pounds now. They're listing as a defensive lineman, which means he'll be a hybrid of sorts. Your thoughts on a big dude who's kind of an emerging athlete. Again, with the evaluation. Uh just LJ evaluating talent. This kid, you know, he was somebody that was just a body. You know, look at the frame on this kid going into the season, and uh, and by the the end of the year when I saw film, I was like, how did anybody overlook this kid? And then he comes in here in the spring game. He was uh, one of the uh, best defensive linemen in the spring game. Uh, he was one of the guys that really stood out to me. 
I don't know where he's going to end up. His body, he's so big framed. Uh, there was initial speculation, including by me, that he could end up on the offensive side of the ball. I don't think that anymore. After really seeing him suited up, I, I think he's going to stay on defense. Might slide down the tackle, but right now you got to look at him. He's a strong side end that's, uh, that's going to play, and uh, we'll be happy he's in there. We'll be happy that he's wearing Scarlet Gray and that uh, the staff saw uh, you know, what kind of player he's going to be. I find this interesting. Robert Landers is listed as defensive line. Some are listed as defensive tackle, some at defensive end. Maybe they're going to mix it up a little bit for the arguably quickest interior pass rusher they have, Robert Landers. That's what you just said there, quickest. You put him out on the edge, um, and and his first step is NFL. No doubt about it. He is going to come out of the blocks and you've got to deal with him. He's going to be low, and generally, you know, you want longer guys out there. But a, but a shorter guy like that with his explosion, he can be by a tackle before he knows what to, what to do about him. And, you know, and being low like that, it's just going to be harder to handle. Once he's by you, he's by you. How, what are you going to do about him? He can cause all kinds of problems. He's also just a good technician. If you watch Robert Landers, just focus on him. Uh, he's a good hand fighter. Uh, he's he's got excellent movement. He's he's just quick and athletic. He's just undersized. That's the only only downside. That's the only mark in the uh, in the down column for him. So uh, Robert Landers, if they're going to move him around, you, you know your your most explosive guy. Bravo, smart move, Larry Johnson. We need to clone Larry Johnson. You know that, don't you? We need to make sure there's always Larry Johnson here to coach our defensive linemen. Let's hope there's some R&D being focused on that right now. Another thing about Robert Landers, guy looks great in a cowboy hat. Let's move to the defensive ends. Start we're going numerical order here, so we're starting with uh, the man himself. Arguably the number one defensive lineman in the country this year. I think he'll be in contention for the number one overall pick in the draft, Chase Young. Well, I think there are a couple of things that stand out about Young for me. Uh, that he had, what, uh, nine and a half, ten and a half sacks last year? And everyone said he hasn't reached his potential. Excuse me? <laughs> that just says what this kid's capable of, that people are saying he's not – he's. He, yeah, he had a good year, but he can have better, and the truth is he can. I think it's going to be better this year when we got more guys in the rotation, more guys that can help him from the other side of the field so he can't be double-teamed. If you look at it, uh, I would say uh, the, the first couple of games were his best because everyone had to worry about Bosa. So uh, we're getting some guys. I think we should see uh, Tyreek Smith more uh, – John, John Batiste, uh, I'm trying to remember, uh, John, I we'll can't get remember. To it. We'll get to it. Yeah, him, he is, he, he was the best defensive lineman in the spring game. So he's going to get some help on the other side. Double teaming is going to be harder. Chase Young, uh, the other thing I wanted to say is I've seen two mock drafts already that have him going number one off the board NFL draft. And I don't think that's out of line. The kid has has physical tools. He's a prototype for a rush end, 
Uh, and, uh, you know, the production is there. The production is there. You know, it may not be what you think he's capable of, but it's still more production than most guys that are going in the NFL draft that are going high in the NFL draft. The Chase Young is being projected as a number one overall pick. That's not a real surprise, and I bet he has that kind of year. I talked to a parent of a Buckeye player who said that even when you're around the team and you're around a group of absolute studs, everybody kind of gives their eye to Young. He's the biggest dude in the room. He's the one who physically just, like you said, he may not be doing what you expect. Well, that's because you expect him to take over the world looking like he does. Um, I think his, his last year should have been this year. He was supposed to rush all last year, like you said, with Bosa on the other side, and he would have had probably 17 sacks. I don't know. So this will be very interesting this year with him being the man and everybody focus, focusing on him from the very start. Numerical order, uh, numerical, numerical order and pronunciation, Javonte Jean-Baptiste. We have heard a lot about him. You touched on him. He's apparently been uh, hanging out with Mick Marotti, put some meat on that frame, and could be a very impressive edge rusher. Well, his name is a mouthful, and on the field he's a handful. This kid, what he can be. I'm I'm just going to go out there and step in it, and yes, I believe Chase Young has at least 15 sacks if, if both is on the other side of him. Uh, I believe I see that same kind of of athlete and and that same kind of motor in in him that I see in Young. I believe he could make us say, is he as good as Chase Young? I absolutely believe that. He has played so little football. Once he starts the, the learning curve, it's damn what this kid can be. I'm telling you, I believe that he's got a real, you know, we're going to, we move people around. Larry Johnson is just going to get the best guys on the field he can, the freshest guys, keep so many defensive linemen in there, and I love what Larry Johnson does. Keep uh, keep that defensive line stacked. I'm a believer that defensive line and quarterback is where you win national championships. And this defensive line, I'm telling you, it's right up there with what I saw uh, old man that I am in the Hayes era when Ohio State dominated the line of scrimmage like at no other point, not even during the Trestle era. Uh, and we've got the, we've got elite athletes and this kid is one of them. When he learns how to play football, watch out. And he showed signs yeah, he, that he was on his way, uh, in the spring game. All he needed was meat on that frame and apparently he's done that. Uh, this guy will be on there on the field a lot, I think, on third down rush situations. May not play a ton of plays, but will be a fan favorite for sure. Number nine, last year here, you mentioned him already, Jay Sean Cornell. He's got uh, – Jay Sean Cornell has the same problem that so many guys do at defensive tackle, the talent in front of him. Uh, you know, he's not been what we thought he was going to be. But he's been – you know, if we didn't have such high expectations for him, uh, we'd be very happy with what uh, Cornell has done. He's kind of a tweener guy, and that's always uh, a thing. He's probably not as quick as he needs to be to be an, an elite strong side end, uh, probably not going to get big enough to be an elite three-technique tackle, 
So we're getting we're getting production out of him. When he's in there, he makes plays. Uh, you know, uh, I, I just like what we see out of him, and it's great to have him in the lineup, a guy we can count on uh, to do a good job in there. I mean, we can take injuries on the defensive line and come in with a guy just, just almost as good. So and, and Cornell is one of those guys. He's a reason why that can happen. That's a great point. Is he the five-star, you know, he and Justin Hilliard committed on the same day and it was 10-star Tuesday or whatever it was? No. But he is as good a backup and versatile as you're going to have in the Big Ten. One of the reasons Ohio State is where it's at is its quality depth. This guy I have high hopes for, but there's been word of injury. Defensive end Tyreek Smith. Tyreek Smith. Uh, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I am. He would be starting anywhere else, and I believe he's going to start here. I just uh, don't believe John Cooper can hold him off. Uh, he's a better player. He's bigger. He's uh, uh, His first step is really outstanding. And you have to look at this. He's also a kid that didn't play football till his senior year of high school. So his upside is tremendous. Uh, he had such an impact in the game. We, I was talking earlier about impact uh, per play. And his was probably the highest on the team outside of Bosa last year. Just a kid that was in on everything. Uh, and he can slide down. He's not ideal size for three technique, but he's his explosive first step. And, and just a strong kid. And he's, he's so active and determined, relentless. He could slide down inside on passing downs, uh, put, uh, somebody else out there at the end. I mean, pick one and 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 become even uh more a devastating pass rushing line because uh, you can slide him down and he's and he's still going to be able to hold up against the run if the team decides to try to run the ball so uh very valuable asset sure nfl player and i bet he's going to be the starter by mid-season the aforementioned jonathan cooper well, Jonathan Cooper's biggest problem is he he's under the threshold. If you look around in a 4-3 defense, you really don't see many defensive ends having an impact under 6-4. And he's about 6-3. Those, the 6-4 seems to be where the length and reach starts becoming uh, something that you, know, you need that length out there on the edge. And the guy who can get his hands on the other first is going to have an advantage. And we've seen it, you know, from uh, uh, oh, as long as I can remember, we've seen ends like uh, Mike Kudla. Mike Kudla had all the tools. He just wasn't long. He couldn't get his hands out there and, and get that advantage on a tackle. Uh, we're seeing it with Cooper. He's just not long enough. He's just not big enough. But uh, he plays some awfully sound football at the end of the year, Dan, just being a guy. He wasn't an impact player as far as – you know, getting in there and making tackles for losses and sacks. But he was playing an awfully strong game, just uh, setting that edge and doing the things, being a role player. So, uh, and he's worked hard. We're going to give him that shot. He's going to play. I just don't think he can hold off Tariq Smith or my know, hope, any number of other guys. Yeah, my hope with Cooper is that he's got a little bit of old man strength now. He can sniff the NFL. If he has a great year, he's likely going to get drafted. So I do have high hopes for Jonathan Cooper. Like you said, he is just a little bit undersized for the position, especially in a spot where we're 
definitely well, use here's, prototype. Go ahead. Yeah, here's what you do with him. If I'm an NFL team and I'm a 3-4 defensive, uh, defensive set, I look at him, I stand him up. I think he could be really an impactful guy if you get him out there on the edge, outside of that defense, uh, offensive tackle's frame. That's where you want him to be. Put him out there on the edge and, and let him rush. And I bet you he's a better player. Definitely probably a practice squad candidate at that point because this kid's had his hand in the dirt probably since he was 10 years old. Speaking of prototypes, number 33, Zach Harrison. Huh. <laughs> With what we have, he's going to play a little bit. He's on a red shirt. But that, that's just a waste of time. Uh, but, you know, he's got so much to learn, but the physical tools are as good as has ever walked through the doors of the whack. Uh, and, and, you know, just let him develop. He's got the best in the business who's going to be teaching him. All he's got to do is show the effort, and I think he will. I think Zach Harrison is, is going to uh, be the player we expect him to be. Uh, the upside is off the charts, off the charts, and he's not going to have the pressure to perform right away because of the depth that we have here. He can come in, he can make mistakes, uh, and and just learn how to be a, a defensive end at this level. Uh, and I have just the highest hopes for him that uh, of what he can be. And he's got time to do that here. He's got the opportunity to do that here with the depth. I can't imagine what Zach Harrison's going to look like in a few years after hanging out with Mick. That's just going to be an awesome thing to watch. And like you said. The lack of pressure here and the ability to be spot, you know, spots used in spots, excuse me, and kind of kept positive. Uh, the sky is the limit for Zach Harrison. Here's an underrated player who got more minutes last year than I expected. Defensive end Tyler Friday. Uh, another guy who's a little bit undersized, but uh, he seems to be just a powerhouse. He doesn't get overwhelmed by size. He's very quick, very explosive kid, and uh, I'm not going to be surprised to see him in the two deep. He's he's just got – he's a talented kid, and he's got some physical attributes. If he was bigger, he would be a threat to uh, take somebody's job. Yeah, I was surprised, like I said, that he was in there last year. They do not put you on the field as a true freshman unless they trust you as a football player. So that's a very impressive move for another Jersey kid that we've gotten to come out here. Last guy, an in-state guy, Noah Potter, freshman out of Mentor. Another kid that just stood out in the spring. I liked him from the beginning. Uh, there were some people who weren't sure about him. Um, I liked his film. I thought he was an impact guy, kid at the high school level. I thought it was a good offer. And then he comes in here in spring and, and shows that he belongs. He's definitely going to play for us. Yeah. I don't know what's We all remember his brother who's now hooping at another Midwest Big Ten school, but six foot six, two 252 pounds. I don't think he'll play a lot this year, but my guess is when he does get on the field, he'll be about 280. We will be doing a complete breakdown of every position group got started today with the defensive line. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. Just remember, 
Keep it locked into Bucknuts. Lathan Ransom is committing today at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. There's a very good chance you're going to enjoy the announcement. Keep it locked in, Bucknutters. Have a good one.